Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Thursday, September 1st, Eagles players spoke to the media. First up, left tackle, Jordan Mailata. How good is it to have uh, Kels back out there at practice? Our fearless leader has returned. That's all I have to say, mate. He's uh, the extra boost of confidence always when he gets on the field. You just know that he's going to give it um, his all, um, make sure that everyone's right. Not saying that Cam doesn't do that, but, you know, it's just familiarity. You know, played with Kels all last year, 2020. So having the same five guys up, you know, even Landon coming back, which is awesome to have that, um, what's it, what's it call it? Uh, continuation. Bloody hell, forgot the word. Continuity. Thank you there, John. But yeah, it's good to have that continuity. After the first preseason game when you stood up for Jalen, you said you always had your quarterbacks back. Um, is, is that the case in the matter of the quarterback? Is there something unique about Jalen that kind of you gravitate towards? Uh, I mean, Jalen as a person, he's an awesome human being. Um, one of a kind, truly one of a kind. Um, but, you know, I think it'd be, you know, I'd be wrong if I said, you know, just the QB. Yes, there is that, you know, O-line protected QB, but I'll do that for anyone. Um, and I know that my, my brothers and the O-line would do it too. So, you know, it wouldn't just be me. You see Landon, you see Kels, you see Lane, you see Isaac, sick enough for anybody. So, yeah, just trying to build a, a culture where we won't allow that, um, that dirty stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, always stand behind your brothers. Um, how nice was it to see Isaac back? Obviously, not on your side anymore, but just to, to have him healthy and to get through that camp and be part of it again. Yeah, Isaac's such a huge addition. Um, having him back uh, this year, it is kind of weird that he's you know on the right side again. Um, not again, but you know, just on the right side. But I think the value that he adds to this team and especially to our O-line, the run game, the pass game, his knowledge. Um, he, not many people know he's a very smart player. Um, him and Kels have these, uh, you know, I want to call it Einstein sessions in the back of the room, you know, and I'm sitting there listening and I'm like, are they speaking English? Like, you know, they, they just have their own language and, you know, it just speaks the volumes that, uh, you know, these two players are, are all about the ball, you know, all about ball, all about fixing their mistakes, all about making sure that everyone knows what they're doing, putting us all in the right positions and making the right calls. So uh, having Isaac back has been a great addition. What about Josh, uh, Josh Sills, who uh, none of us predicted was going to make the 53-man roster? <laughs> Navy Sills, eh? Uh, mate, you know what? I'm not surprised, man. That, that dude uh, works hard, um, takes the coaching, just listens to Stout. Uh, just does his job, you know. He just takes the coaching, um, even from you know the vets, Jason and, and Lane and Isaac, um, and even myself. Like you know, we offer some some nuggets of wisdom, and he takes them and applies them to the training, uh, to the game. And so, yeah, that's a credit to Seals, you know. So you should ask Seals that. Now, 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 that, now that you're like firmly established as you know left tackle and everything like that, like what kind of goals do you have for this season? Ah, uh, the same as every year, mate. Uh, the expectations are still the same. Um, you know, we have to know our assignment. 
We have to play 100% of effort every game um, and making sure we don't make the same mistakes. You know, same mistakes that we made last year. Your coach holds us to a high standard here. You know, it's, it's, he doesn't want to see the same mistake if you've been coached. If you make the mistake once, yeah, it's okay, but don't make it again. Because he's coached you and you know the, the assignment, you know the technique. So that's all I'm going to focus on this year. Take every game by game and uh, correct the mistakes and make sure that I don't do the same ones over and over again. Uh, my only uh, only Sundays will tell. Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays, whatever day we play on. So, till then, man, we're just going to keep chipping away and working on on being the best. Um, I don't know what they're saying out there. You know, they can say whatever they want, but we know here that we've got to put in the work every day. The mentality has never changed. It will never change as long as Coach Siriani, Coach Stout are here, um, saying doing daily deposits, one percent better. Everyone hates it, but it's true. This is the way we live here. This is the way we go about our business. And that's what I believe in. And the whole locker room does. Just getting better every day. Jordan, what's it tough, the waiting? You still have another 10 days to your first actual game. You've played so little actual football for during the preseason. And you really want to see how good this offensive line can be? Uh, well, sheesh, I don't mind waiting. I mean, it's a long season, so... This, this break's going to be nice. Um, nice little break before the season starts. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to play. But, again, I'm just going to be where my feet are at. And today, they're going to be kicking back in the locker room with some Gatorades and just trying to chillax till next week. Jordan, how was your reaction to your field for you compared to last year? You know, how much more comfortable are you? Um, very comfortable. I think the continuity of the same same line with the addition of Isaac helps a lot. You know, knowing your assignment, knowing the guy next to you, knowing how they play, um, the communication between those five guys. You know, we can't execute our job if one person is off assignment. You know, it's a five-wheel drive. You guys have heard Stout say that all the time. So, yeah, big believer in that. We can't do our job if, if one of us go off the reservation. Jordan, what was your... I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, sorry. <laughs> sorry, man. Jordan, what was your uh, reaction to uh, Lane, uh, Kelsey, and, and Jalen Hurts this morning being announced as the team captains for the offense? Hell yeah. Love that for Lane, love that for Jalen, love that... I mean, come on, everyone knew Kels was going to be captain. Um, but I love that for those guys. They guys are, are real leaders. They um, they talk the talk, walk the walk. So I'm happy for them. Did you have a reaction, or what was your reaction to JP trying out for the Cowboys? Uh, I'm not surprised. Dude's, mate, this dude can still play, man. He's amazing. He, he will always be uh, my mentor. Um, taught me a lot with, at this time here. Um, and so, you know, I'm forever grateful for him. I hope he can get the opportunity that he wants. Uh, but I'm not surprised, man. It's JP, man. That bloke can do it. Would that be very strange to play, you know, to see him show up in a Dallas uniform? Yeah, that's going to be really strange. That, that's the one thing I did think about, actually, was uh, seeing him in a uh, Dallas Cowboys outfit. It's kind of weird. How much of those Einstein sessions between Kelsey and Sam Lawler do you understand now as opposed to even a couple years ago. Yeah, I, I okay, I might have lied. I do understand them now, um, but yeah, it's just a couple of years ago, mate. Shit, I would have, I was lost. I was lost, mate. But uh, now I can understand uh, just being in that room with them and them explaining what they mean, and then just taking notes, making sure that um, you know I'm not missing out on the game and or on the conversation, really.
Will you wait to see the, the football tape that they show you of the Lions, or have you been able to sneak a look at the Lions' defense on the Hard Knocks? Yeah, I've been watching a couple of the uh, episodes on Hard Knocks, um, unlike Slay. Pretty tough, doesn't he? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's uh, yeah, any given Sunday. He, he he works hard. I give him that. He's got a motor, that kid. Um, but, you know, we just got to go in there and worry about ourselves. We can't worry about the defense. Um, I'm going to worry about doing my job. Yes, I'm going to look at the film, see how they play, um, and make sure that I apply the right techniques when they uh, when they need to be in, executed. In Jalen's case, we've, we've heard that he's, he's pretty stone-faced with you guys. What what gets him to break character? What gets him to either smile or laugh or, or not <sighs> Uh, I tell you what, Lane and uh, Landon do a pretty good job of breaking character all the time, uh, breaking Jalen's character. Uh, it's just they're two funny human beings, man. I just, it's you got to be there. You got to be part of the conversation, just of what they say and how they they act. So, Jordan, you mentioned understanding the Einstein sessions now. Mm-hmm. Is there maybe one or two things that is second nature to you now, having been in the NFL a lot, that when you got here? Was like, might as well be on another planet. Like, is there something that jumps out that that you just, you know, you don't even think about it now, but five years ago you would have been like, what, what the hell is that? Um, shoot. I mean, uh, the alignment of uh, the safeties and linebackers. I guess you know, my first two years I would never look up to. You know, we have certain calls, and I'm not going to rat out our calls, but you know, now I can make those calls and. Not be worried and you know second guess myself. Just you know, stout just says blink. Say it if you're wrong, you're wrong. But at least we know. So. Do you think those are things that would have happened over time if you weren't actually on the field, or did you need to be on the field playing to, to understand those things? Yeah, that's just how I learned. I got to be on the field to to actually learn it. You know, get those physical reps and mental reps at the same time. So, I know it's just me. Got to learn. You got to learn how to learn. I guess if that makes sense. I don't know. Next, linebacker Hassan Reddick. As, as far as, as the way you're being used, mm-hmm. when we first spoke to you, you said you'll kind of see week one, right? Or, mm-hmm. I, I guess you'll see it, that, that, that the media will see week one. You have a better sense of where you fit, how you'll be used in this defense? Uh, yes, I do, um, you know, but we not going to talk about it, you know. Uh, we're still going over the game plan and stuff for Detroit, so uh, wait till we get back after this weekend, see what JG has up, what he wants in. Um, I'm going to take that and uh, see what he wants me to do and go ahead from there. Uh, now, do you think it's, it's, it's been tailored to your skill set? M- most definitely, yes. yes. Uh, JG says he likes to talk to his players about what you're comfortable doing. Do you have those kind of conversations? With Every day. Every day we put if we put something new in if it's something for me um, and he wants to see how comfortable I am with it he asks he asks me every time um, and, it, and it's a wonderful thing I've all, I always you know I always get my input tell him if I like it or not and then he takes that information and do as he uh, you know as he pleases most likely he won't put it in um, but uh, I haven't been having that problem everything seems good so like I said just waiting to see what the game plan is once we get back and then taking it to the field. 
imagine if it's you with past defensive coordinators, or is that new here? Uh, sometimes. Not, I'm, I'm, I want to say maybe my last two years, not earlier in my career, being a young guy, uh, not, especially playing inside linebacker, not playing a lot of ball. Uh, but now that I'm, you know, I'm on the edge, I've had some success. I showed that, you know, I'm, I'm a rising star in this league. And these, these guys, all the coaches since I've been here, uh, there's only one goal they have so far, and that's just making sure their players are comfortable. If, if, the, if, the, if the 2020 season, uh, if, if that did not happen, like if, if, if you didn't get moved from inside linebacker, where do you think your, your career would be right now? Man, and it's, it's crazy. I think about it all the time, man. Um, I remember having a conversation with my dad uh, before, you know, I was making the decision whether or not I wanted to go back uh, to the edge or not. And just I remember telling you, you know, I feel like if I don't do this, I feel like if I if I don't ask them to put me back, that after this is either no more football, no more NFL for me, or I'll be uh, just a special team or somebody that's looked at as a special team or so. So it was your decision back then, or was it? Yeah. it was, I thought it was a kind of a circumstance situation. And in in Arizona. When no, I had the, the, the circumstance. The, no, I asked him to be moved back. The circumstance was that uh, I wasn't starting at first, uh, and then Chandler Jones went down, and then that's when I started getting more reps and more playing time. But I initially asked to be moved back to the edge. Did you miss it playing out there? Um, what you mean? Did you miss playing the edge? Hell yeah! <laughs> that's an easy question. Hell yeah, man. Um, it's just um, people, I, I don't think anybody understands, man. My first three years, even an outside linebacker, I don't even think it was a case that I couldn't do it. It was just the fact, man. My first three years, I had three different DCs, three different coaches. I mean, three different DCs, three different schemes, man, being asked to do different things within those schemes. So constantly, every year, you know, it's, it's like, okay, I'm in this defense for a year. Next year, new DC, got to learn everything over again. New coaches coming in, they asking me to do a different technique than what I was doing last year. I never really got the chance to develop. develop. And the, the one the one time that I was able to be in the same defense, I switched my positions. Do you have, when, you, when you get a sack um, uh, and you beat a tackle versus, let's say, when something's schemed up for you, do you have a preference for that or are all sacks created equal? I mean, it's all the same, you feel me? Just because something is schemed up for you doesn't mean you're going to make the play. You still have to you still have to take the details of it. You still got to go out there. You still got to beat your man. Um, you know, so it, it is wonderful when things are schemed up, you know, but that is no guarantee that just because it's schemed up for you, that play is going to hit for you, you know what I'm saying? Um, there's 11 other guys out on the field. Um, as far as defense, then you got offense, you can't always – you know, predict what the offense is going to do, even if you're trying to scheme them up. Um, so it's just one of those things, like I said, it's about still taking it, going out there, and um, and still beating the man in front of you. What's the lesson that the football world can take from your story, from taking a 10-sack guy mm-hmm. at Temple and moving on the inside linebacker because of his size? Man, I just never give up, man. And it's so it's so Philadelphia when you think about it, right? Like underdog story, uh, being overlooked. Just having grit, continue to push through uh, all the ups and, and downs, you know. And earlier I had way more downs than I did ups. So just trying to keep my mental confidence, um, reminding myself that I was still that guy, that I, you know, that I'm still a great player, even if it wasn't showing, even if people were saying otherwise. Um, but just grinding every day, keeping your head down, grinding, continue to push, and just waiting for things to get better, waiting to come out on on top on the other side. What about your skill set that you could translate? 
teams all the time. How do you think that contributed? Say that one more time, please. When you were talking before about having different coaches, different schemes all the time, John Gannon's talked about how versatile you are as a player. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like those two things are connected at all, the and lessons you learned? That, 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 that's probably, prob probably the only good that did come out of that for me was the fact that I understood, I understood coverage better. Um, I understood what the what other people around me were doing. You know, I understood honestly. I understood uh, defensive line and edge rushing from a different perspective just by playing inside linebacker. Um, so, so I, I will say I did gain some intelligence out of it. Um, just having downsides with, like I said, being in, constantly being in different systems. You know, uh, but it is what it is. What about your skill set? Translates probably better on the edge than inside linebacker is it just familiarity having played that at edge you know your, your whole career uh feel like i'm a very react uh, i'm a very re uh my, like my instincts, my reactions, they take over better on the edge. I could, it's, it's not, it's not as much thinking as inside linebacker. Inside linebacker, man, we, I was just having this conversation the other day with the inside linebackers. Actually, it's just crazy how alignment, being in the wrong alignment, as slightly to the slightest degree, being in the wrong alignment, how that could, how you could already be behind on the play. If your key is not right, if you don't see a pulling guard, if you don't see the tight end slicing back across the formation, how that how how that can put you behind a play, or you know how that could simply just get you out of the gap or take you out of the whole play completely. Where on the edge, it's not really like that. On the edge, I, I get the, I'm only reading pass pass or run block. You, you see what I'm saying? I'm only reading pass and run block. I don't really have to worry about fitting inside of the gap all of the time. I'm mostly on the edge. And then I get to, I just get to react to whatever my eyes see. Whatever I see, I get to react to it, which is a little bit different than trying to read center guard. Uh, I mean, guard, center guard for pullers and having to realize w what the whole formation is, even though I still do these things, right? And it's kind of been trained. Um and, and programmed into me, um, but my keys and, and what I see is just different, and I can just react better and faster. And so how, how excited much do you, are you, you for? How much do you then respect the guys who can do that? The guys who, who can succeed. Man, I, re I, re I, re I respect the hell out of them. Um, honestly, I think inside linebacker, you corners a tough corner is a tough job. Um, especially with some of the, uh, a lot of the wide receivers in this league today, but just to be asked to re-run and pass every play, um, <laughs> you know, have to get have to get down there and get physical every play, man. I think inside linebacker is the, if not one of the toughest jobs in the NFL. Uh, so how excited were you for Kyron once you found out he was going to be on the 53, and what did you so what did you see from him? Man, I, man, I pretty much, I pretty much knew he was. Uh, man, he, he Kai, Kai is explosive, amazing takeoff and get off when he's getting off the ball. Uh, young guy, high energy, enthusiastic. Uh, so I, I, I knew he was going to make the team. I seen the work. I seen how he take notes. You know, coach asking questions, watch asking questions. How he can, uh, you know, how he can give back the information from a standpoint of knowing what he's supposed to do. Um, he, like I said, he's a hard worker and his energy is high. Uh, one thing about Kai, man, you always see him running to the ball, especially with the speed that he has. He, it's, it's amazing. So I knew that he was going to make the team. Um, now it's about getting into the season and continue to build and progress on what he's done already during OTAs and training camp. The conversation that you had in Arizona to, to move back out to the edge, who was that with? What do you remember about I just, it? I just asked my, my position coach. I went to him first, asked him how he felt about it, and then I went and asked Vance, uh, you know, ultimately because it was his defense. And um, just let, you know, 
asking him to put me back on the edge. My my fifth year option was declined at the time already, so it was ain't nobody nobody really had anything to lose, right? If uh, for Arizona, if uh, if I didn't pan out, they planned on letting me go anyway. And for me, it was just a simple fact of if I'm if this would be my last year in the NFL, at least I get to do it the way I want to do it. Now we'll hear from linebacker T.J. Edwards. When you watch Hassan nowadays, is it kind of uh, remarkable to think that he, he was inside his first few years? Yeah. Um, I mean, he's just, you know, athletically, he's just so gifted with what he can do. Um, you know, even in um, some stuff where you just see him going into drops in our scheme, he's he's right on it. And, you, you know, he'll come and, and talk to us about what he thinks he sees for – uh, middle linebackers and stuff. So it's good to, to have a guy like that that's kind of done everything to um, just like bounce things off of and with what we're doing and how he kind of sees things at times. So it's good. So many new pieces on this defense this year. So many new guys, including one who just came in yesterday. Uh, how's the process gone of kind of becoming a single unit? And is that going to be kind of a continuing thing throughout the year? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like anything else we do, um, you know, just with, we're working every single day. We work really hard and walk through to where everyone's on the same page and um, really hard in the meeting room to make sure that we know exactly what we're supposed to be doing, when we're supposed to be doing it. And, um, you know, when you get, like, new guys coming in and um, trying to get them up to speed, it's easy because we got guys who, have, who really know what they're doing and they can follow right along and um, jump right in. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a process every single day. Um, and it's something that we, we pride ourselves on is knowing what we're doing and making sure that there's no, not a lot of mental errors because we, we don't want to beat ourselves at all. TJ, as far as... Um Tackling goes. It seems like across the league, tackling is a little, you know, sloppy in some of these preseason games. Is that sort of a something that is difficult to kind of get down in the way practices are run now, um, and, and something that gets better as the season goes along? Would you say? Yeah, I mean, it's always tough. You're saying with you know us not being live a lot in practice and things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely you know one of those things that you have to be focused on. Um, but I think you know what we do a good job of is making sure that. You know, we're not just tagging off on the running backs. We're, we're in a position to where if we have to fit up, we can fit up. And um, it's believe me, we, we preach it every single day about, um, you know, just making sure our form's right, making sure our leverage is right, because uh, we don't want to go out there first weekend and miss a bunch of tackles. So it's something that we got to be conscious of, and uh, our coaches do a good job of hammering that in. How, how far have you seen uh, N'Kobe come since, you know, training camp started, just like learning the defense, mm-hmm. you know, learning his role and everything? Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a quick study. Um, you know, right away you could tell that he is just kind of a good feel for the game and a good feel for the linebacker position. And um, what I really, you know, liked about him was he's not afraid to ask a question when he's when he doesn't understand something. And, um, you know, what I think the, the biggest thing you look for as a rookie is something that I, you know, wanted to do that you see with him is just not trying to make that same mistake, you know, every day. So once you make a mistake, you don't make it again. And, um, you know, he's a guy he fits right in too, man. He's uh, he, He's a really good dude, funny guy. Uh, a lot of a lot of characters, so um, you know he's done a really good job. He's he's been making plays, and uh, really excited to see what he does this year. If you, if, if you think back these past three years, what was the moment when you realized you belonged? When people realized what? When when you I'm sorry when when you personally realized that you have a spot in the league that that like you can make it. Yeah, um, you know I think it it took me uh, took me a little bit, but. Um, you know, for me, it's just one of those things where um, I felt like I did, I've done a really good job on each level of uh, football that I've played in from, you know, high school to college. And, um, you know, I think really it was 2020 uh, when I started playing a little bit more linebacker and 
uh, making some plays. It really just helped my confidence, if anything. You know, I knew that uh, I had it in me, but I, you know, I didn't get to do it on the field yet. So going out there and um, really showing yourself that you're capable of those things and then, um, you know, coming back and, and once you can, you know, replicate that, it gives you a lot of confidence. And um, I'm really excited about the year, just the, the confidence of the whole defense in general, um, knowing that we have a lot of guys that can make a lot of plays and, um, you know, being the, being the guy in the middle to do that. For you and Epps, you guys, it's not the same type of story, but it's, it's similar in, in that you guys are special teams guys yeah. and backups, and, and now you both have big roles. Have, have you had that conversation? Is this something you guys have actually discussed? Um, you know, I mean, here and there, and obviously we communicate just about in every play, um, so we're, we're always kind of, um, you know, in touch with what we're doing, and, um, you know, we got the same, you know, warm-up routine, so we're always talking in the, in the pool and things like that, but um, I think you just you just recognize how how hard it is to to get you know keep taking steps in this league. You realize how many good players that have, that come in here and come out, and um, so you got to be one. You got to be grateful for where you're at right now, but also realize that this isn't you know the end goal. You want to keep getting better and better. So um, and, it, and it's nice to have a have a guy like that that keeps climbing the ranks and it gives you you know even more motivation. And uh, we got a lot of guys like that honestly on this team. So it's it's been really good. Yeah, we just uh, we get in the the whirlpool. It's really before practice, um, and just run around, just get our, our legs warm, and uh, turn the treadmill on. And he's not a big; he doesn't like the treadmill on, but but I do. So that that gives him a little. He gets irked about that a little bit. But we're just in there for ten minutes, you know, talking about practice, about what we think is going to happen, and um, you know, messing around with each other. So it's good. Is this your uh, first season with the green dot? Um, I mean, I wore it a little bit last year. Um, you know, you know, back half of the year, but um, it's something. Yeah, I've had it, you know, for camp, obviously, and uh, I'm, I'm really excited about it. You know, I think, uh, you know, I did it all throughout college and um, something I'm comfortable doing. So, um, yeah, again, just excited in general. Does that kind of give you a, a better feeling or a bigger feeling of ownership over the defense? Um, I mean, yeah, and it's, it's one of those things to where it's never just, you know, how I look at it is, um, you know, everyone has to own, you know, their role. And, you know, something that we talked about with uh, the coaches is just what we're doing and, um, how each guy fits and, and things like that. So I think, you know, as a unit, um, you know, we all take ownership over knowing what we're doing and communicating. Um, but I think it's just it's just one of those things that's it's exciting about what we all can do in general. And is he giving you just the play calls or is, is there more of a back and forth? Yeah, I guess that's, you know, something you guys might have to find out on Sunday. So, you know, we'll, we'll go from there. First got here, you told us you were, I think, ninth on the depth chart. Do you always carried that sort of chip on your shoulder even when you get that green dot even as far as you've come in this defense um you know I'd be I'd be lying if I said I it didn't wasn't something that that stuck with me um just because you know I thought I was um productive you know coming out of school and, and things like that and um but just the way things shake out but like I said earlier there's so many you know good guy when I got here we had you know just studs at linebackers so it's like you're not going to come in and and be the top guy, but it just it really just makes you more hungry and it's something that yeah, you know, I carry with me all the time to make sure that I never lose that that chip on my shoulder that I gotta come in here and prove myself every single day. And so yeah, no you're good. And so that's that's what I wanna do every single day. Speaking of hungry, so you've got uh, a contract through this year, I guess, and uh, you know, are you thinking about that at all, about where your what your future is here? No, not really. To be honest with you, um, you know, like it's it's easier said than done, but I'm really focused on what you know this team can do this year, and um, those chips you know fall where they may. I'm not that's not really my focus, and especially you know going into the year, I'm, I'm excited to, to get out there with this group. You know, I think we have a lot of special guys out there, so that's that's really my main goal. 
TJ, see the hoodie, man. Uh, yeah. What have you seen uh, from Miles, even though, you know, over the past couple of weeks he's been out? Um, you know, what have you seen from him this summer? Yeah, I think just, you know, his growth in, in general. Um, I actually was Miles' uh, roommate at the Combine. So we were in the, the train station together, and um, that was the first time I met him. I obviously played against him in college at Penn State. Uh, he got the he got the better of me a couple times, so you know I knew he was he was a really good player. But just kind of coming in the same draft class and um, seeing his growth every single year, you can see. And I, what I really noticed this year is his vision is really good. You know, it keeps you gap sound. You know, making sure that if you jump out of your gap, he's going to find that hole. And um, a guy that you can really tell is using his voice more as well. Um, you know, realizes that he he's a leader on this team, and so it's good to see him kind of being in those those roles and, and making sure that the running back group follows. So. Um, you know, I, I think Miles is going to have a great year, and I'm really excited about it. And lastly, quarterback Jalen Hurts. Hey, um, Jalen, I wanted to ask you now that the, the final roster set, um, what you like about this group of wide receivers that you have to, to throw the football to? Um, I think the same thing I've always enjoyed about them. You know, they're, they're all hungry. They're all playmakers, and they all want to make plays. Um, and I think with the group we have, I think it's, uh, I think it's filled with that hunger and that desire to um, do, do, do this at a high level, you know, so that, that's what I like about them. They're all hungry. Jalen, um, your teammates voted you a team captain again. What, what does that mean to you? It means everything. Um, it means everything, you know. And I think just, just – Obviously, trying to trying to do things the right way um, for the team, um, and putting the team putting the team first and doing everything um, I can in, in, in my with, with all my ability um, to to just play at a high level for the team, lead in the right direction, and set the right example for everybody. You know, and I take it in high regards, and I hold a lot of value to being a captain. Um, and I just want those guys to know that um, I'm gonna give them everything I got. Every game, every play, um, every, every every ounce of studying, every ounce of preparation, it's it's for the benefit of the group. Um, every ounce of accountability, um, whatever, you know, through it all, it's all for the team. So um, I appreciate the opportunity. Who's the best leader you've been around? And uh, if, if there's not one, what, how do you model your, your leadership style and who do you model it after? I don't think I, I model it after anybody specifically. I just think... Um, you have to be a sponge um, of all things, and I've always made that reference. And um, nothing changes with this. Um, being a leader, you have to be able to see how different people operate. Um, say, oh, I can apply that to my style of leadership. I can apply that to this individual on my team. I can a- apply that to this coach or whoever it is and in terms of communicating with them um, and apply it. You know, and I think I've... Um, to name names, I've been around uh, my dad, a great leader, great great football coach, um, Coach Saban, Coach Riley, um, Michael Loxley at Maryland, um, being around Coach Sirianni, Coach Doug, um, you know, a, a whole the, the list goes on and on. Coach Brian Johnson, um, the type of leader he is, um, Coach Steichen, um, it, it goes on and on. But I think as as a leader, you have to be able to. Um, kind of assess the team, assess your group, um, and then you have to be open to um, trying new things for different individuals because ultimately we all have the same goal. So, um, yeah, I think I think that's what makes makes it unique.
What are your thoughts on the on the Reger trade? And what was your messaging to him, uh, kind of after the fact? I just sending him sending him my love, uh, sending him sending him the, uh, his best wishes, um, wishing nothing but the best for him. Um, we know he has he has a lot of talent, um, and, and um, we just wish him the best moving forward. Starter in the same offense. Do you feel more comfortable? Or do you feel that difference coming in to this season? Yeah, I said this a while ago. Uh, how settling settling it is um, to to have some of the same pieces moving moving forward into another year. Um, I know it's the first time I've had that in years, for ever. ever. Um, so it is exciting moving forward. I think. As an offense, we've built a lot of chemistry. Uh, we've come together. Um, we've hit a good, good little groove. You know, we just want to carry that into the season. You kind of said that they haven't really seen you break kind of that that stone face too often. What makes you tick? What what gets you to break character? Uh, I mean, I think character. This is who I am. You know what I mean? Um, I am who I am, and I don't I don't try to be anything other than that. You know and I think for me, um, I just I just never I, I never ride waves, you know. I never I never want to get too high, get too low. Um, just want to set the right example for the people around me. Um, do my job. Um, know that I I can be trusted because that's all earned within the course of a football team. Um, and that's every individual going out there every day. Um, my, my mindset at least is every individual going out there one day to earn the respect of their teammates. Um, so we can all click on, on high cylinders, um, high levels. Um, so I just never get too high, never get too low. Uh, whether or what it is, I, somebody came up to me about a, a meme, I guess. It was from my, my Bama days. It was like me when the first quarter, interception, touchdown, end of the world or whatever. Um, it was a little funny thing, but I've just always been that way, same face. In, in that preseason game, you know, you get hit, you got right back up right away, maybe even faster than some other players. Are, are, is it like you don't want to see anyone to, to use the boxing expression, uh, see you bleed, almost like, you know, you want to be a certain way? Yeah, you don't want to get nobody the benefit of the doubt of, of that. Um, but there are things that I don't, you know, I don't, I don't make a big deal about because it's not a big deal to me, you know, and, you know, for that example, everybody's running over there. Everybody's probably mad, but hey, I'm okay. I'm not wincing. I'm not crying aloud. Let's go to the next play, you know, so. Uh, one of the things A.J. Brown was saying is that, like, you know, he'll get up in guys' faces if he sees something that's wrong, including yours and everything. And I was just kind of wondering, like, you know, knowing him as well as you do, you know, how that kind of impacts you, how that kind of makes you better, um, you know, to get that kind of feedback from So what dynamic, what are you saying? What's that? I said, what, what are you asking? I'm kind of confused on your question. Just like, you know, when A.J. Brown, like, speaks his mind to guys and everything, like how it helps them, how it helps you specifically, I mean, knowing him as well as you do. Yeah, I, th I just think, um, I think we're all just holding each other accountable and we're really, in the end, we're just communicating, to be honest. Um, you know, that's just the communication part of the game. Um, whether he sees something on the field, we talk about it. Whether I see something on the field and I talk about it and I say, hey, let's think about this, consider this. Um, but I think that's just a part of the growth um, as a receiver quarterback, but as a team, you know what I'm saying? So we're all on the same page. So I think it's helpful for us. Does that kind of um, 
I mean, like having the relationship that you guys do, does that kind of, you know, mean more when when it's coming from him and vice versa? Um, nah, cause we, we're teammates on the field. You know what I mean? Like everybody, everybody's held to the same standard. Whenever, whenever the Eagles uh, add a new piece, like with Chauncey Gardner Johnson this week. Uh, the next thing you hear is, well, they've really got everything in place now. It's up to Jalen Hurts. Uh, that's the only question. You know, do you do you hear that? And and how do you feel about it? I don't. I don't hear it. Um, I know there are a ton of different things that are said, but I, I don't hear them. I don't listen. I don't look for it. Um, I just come here. I come to work. I do my job. You know, and uh, I strive to grow in doing my job uh, every day. So. Um, that's, that, that ain't nothing but an external factor. You know what I mean? I do me. What'd you say? It's your last free weekend before the season. How do you spend it? I don't know. I'm still debating on it. Um, I'm still debating on it. Uh, I may just chill out. Um, I usually don't move around too much, but we'll see. Knowing your uh, relationship with, with Lane Johnson and what he went through uh, last year, what was your reaction, and I guess how special might it be for, for you to see he's a captain? Yeah, I think um, seeing, seeing Lane as a captain is like, you know, he's a guy He's always done done it with his best effort, always put his, his best foot forward. Um, and he's, he's, he's one of the all-time great Eagles, you know what I mean, if him to have this opportunity for, for us to, as, as, as players, to – Acknowledge his his greatness and, and his leadership and his play, um, and allow him to represent the team as a captain. I think it's big, you know. And I know, I know you know, he, he's a guy that's so hungry. You know, he's a guy that's so hungry. And being this many years in, you see the hunger every day. And he holds pride in not losing the rep. He holds pride in trying to do the stuff the right way. Um, and he sets an, a great example for uh, the younger guys. Uh, on the line and in a skill position, you know. And same for Slay, you know what I'm saying? This is his first time, Darius Slay, being, um, being a captain throughout his whole entire career. And he said he held back tears talking about it the other day because it means that much to him, you know what I mean? And that's a guy that I want. I, 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 I want that guy leading, you know what I mean? Uh, you got Miles back at practice today. What, is, what does he mean to the offense? What does he mean to you with the offense when he's out there? Yeah, you know, I think um, when he's hitting that hole and he's he's doing what he does best, um, it's a good sight to see. So I think it's definitely great to have him back healthy, healthy, um, and we want to get him rolling. Want to get him rolling. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.